1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original,
1: All right, it's rapid fire time here on Kitchen and Cordishi Devin and Joe will fire some questions at us. Joe, why don't you start us off, bud?
0: Let's get weird and fiery. All right, Scott and Ben, are you intrigued with seeing potentially Eminem and Taylor Swift both in attendance at the Super Bowl of its Lions and Chiefs?
1: Is that weird guy that's been creating the horrible Taylor Swift AI footage or pictures made one of her and Eminem yet? Oh, boy. I'm just asking for myself for later.
2: How about the one of her kissing Andy Reid?
1: <laughs> that one's legitimately funny.
2: Yeah, that was great. It's creepy funny, as all. It looks like
1: he is about to swallow her whole. It's unbelievable. Eat
0: her up like them chicken nuggies. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. What was your question but, again?
2: How about explaining again with those
0: nuggies? Would you was... be excited to see Eminem and Taylor Swift, the two Guessable. music icons?
1: Sure. It doesn't bother me. Again, the cutaways to celebrities really doesn't bother me. It doesn't change how I view the game or how I watch the game. It doesn't make me go... Like, oh, seeing a pretty blonde woman really ruins my Sunday afternoon at 345. What? I don't get it.
2: I'm not a big guy. I'm not big into the celebrity scene. That's like when people ask me names of, like, Hollywood actors and actresses. Like, nine times out of ten, I I don't even know their names. But there are some celebrities that I like, some that I don't like. I like Taylor Swift, and, and I like Eminem, and, you know, like, guys like Snoop Dogg. I like guys like that. There's some... Celebrities that annoy me and Eminem and Taylor Swift are not two of them.
1: Eminem, I don't know how anyone could you could he could annoy you. He never shows up. He's never anywhere. Yeah. You never see him. So whatever. If you're annoyed by the Taylor Swift stuff, God bless you. I guess root for the Ravens this weekend. That's just not me, Devin. What you got, bud? Thoughts on if Derek White should be an All Star? I think Derek White should be an All Star. I think Jalen Brown and White should be on the uh, on the bench for the All Star team. I, I would say no to Porzingis just because of the amount of time he's missed. I think if you're not a true true superstar, you know your availability does matter to me when it comes to things like All NBA or All Star, which I'm I glad to changed Holding that. our
0: breath up Porzingis
2: after that ankle injury the other day. Yeah,
1: that was scary. What about? Do you think uh, Dark White should be an All Star?
2: I, I do. And I forgot what I heard. I think it was on the Celtics game the other night that he leads the NBA in something. I don't know if it's like, you know, uh, plus
1: minus, I believe. Is, is it plus minus? Yeah. Is that
2: what the, the stat is? But I love Derek White. The, the, the market, the best thing about leave, uh, trading Marcus Smart and just getting getting rid of him wasn't because it freed up guys like Tatum and Brown to be the leaders of the team. It was freeing up minutes for this guy to play. Mm. Yeah. Right? I mean, he, he just didn't get the time when Marcus Smart was here. He does so much more than Marcus Smart. I love the dude. My favorite Celtic. He was my favorite Celtic on this
1: team. And if, he, if Marcus Smart was your favorite Celtic, this is an easy guy to replace him. And he's even, he's even more fun to root for because he doesn't give you the other nonsense that came along with Marcus Smart.
2: He's humble. And by the way, and shaving weird the head was a great move. When your forehead is that high, just shave it all off. <laughs>
1: he he might be a candidate for the all ugly team, <laughs> with with hair or without. God bless him. He's a fantastic player, and he should be a lot of people's favorite player on this team. Not a not a not a handsome man. He was probably a San Antonio nine. <laughs> <laughs> the dude got a lot of big women down that there.
0: According to Charles Barkley.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> Next question. Let's move on.
0: On that note, thoughts on Brad Marchand now being fifth all-time for the Bruins on the scoring list.
2: I love Marchand. I mean, he's one of those guys, if he's on your team, you love him. If he's on the other team, you hate him. But there's no denying his talent. There's no denying his work ethic. And I think he's, what's he like, 10, is he six goals away from moving into fourth? Is that right?
1: Uh, I am not sure the exact number but it's 6 close. or 7 something like he that. He
2: just passed Ray Bork. And he just passed. And Bork. I think I I want to say Rick Middleton is next like six goals away whatever the number is but now uh, Marshand is one of the all-time brewing greats of our lifetime. I love watching him play. Yeah,
1: um I think Marshand, you know, there was con- questions of what's Marshand like without Bergeron around him. You know, how is that going to play out? Doesn't seem to affect him. No. Nope. In some ways he might be better without him. He's elevated him. his game. Um yeah, and maybe it's because he just took on more responsibility like that. Are we getting Doordashes here? What what just happened? A boy's got to eat. Come on. Did you just get a giant bag of Burger King here? Did Scott pay for all of that? Oh, he did. did yeah, twenty eight bucks. You, you heard that story? Didn't you? <laughs> yes, of course I did.
2: <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I went to the drive thru and found out like what it cost to get that. It was like twenty dollars, like for Burger King. I'm like, are you kidding me?
1: He just got a giant bag of Burger King Doordash. How much did it cost you, Dev? What twenty one le- seventy five? Good oh. lord. Good grief. What was that six rodeo burgers and a BK Robert classic Jr., uh onion rings and two other sandwiches that are onion sandwiches. I love you, God bless you, devin. don't ever change you
2: are the man Devin
1: <laughs> don't ever change what's the next question? How he's fast our, can you eat that burger cake? Yeah, how fast Jason do you think Kelsey. I could eat
2: this? What would you say, Scott? he's our Jason Kelsey.
1: I was just saying that to him in the commercial yeah. break yeah. I was like, hey, I heard uh, Courtney on the morning show on hillman's morning show talking about how uh. Kelsey was getting her a little hot and bothered. And I was like, Devin, you should take a run.
2: Well, uh, absolutely.
1: I was, I, Courtney, I, I, uh, hit me up. Uh, Four oh one. I think no, she's okay. married.
2: Devin, even though you are I Jason Kelsey, please keep your shirt on.
1: <laughs> yes, please. Well, I've, I've had some moments where I wanted to take my shirt off. But you know what? This is a PG-13 show. So, you know, That's just right. want to keep it PG. Unbelievable. Yuck. Do you have an actual question other than yes. your disgusting order of Burger Yes. <laughs> My question for you guys. If you guys were the Red Sox GM, what moves would you make to improve this team? Full Ooh, Throttle, baby. Full <laughs> throttle. So what does full throttle mean to you? Does that mean shoring up your infield defense?
2: <laughs> what the
1: I hell, no man? I,
2: I don't know what moves there are left to make uh, and what's out there. Um, I don't know. I think... I think, they, I think they let you in on what they're thinking. Breslow, when he said, you know, the key to our success is going to be the development of our young guys. So they're looking at this as a two, three, four, five-year plan. They're not looking to be good right away. They're not.
1: No, I, I don't, and I know what Warner was trying to sell people on, which is basically like, well, we asked how many games our defense cost us, 10 games? Well, if we win 10 more games, we're right there. Your defense is going to help you win 10 more games.
0: I think they should sign all the fans that went to that event last weekend that booed them mercilessly and just have them booing them nonstop until they do something.
1: Man, listen, as a Red Sox fan, I am very concerned about the future of this team over the next decade. Let's put it that way. I haven't liked the way things have been running here. And now, this might not mean a lot to a lot of people, but Scott, you probably did see this. Liverpool's coach, Jurgen Klopp, has decided to leave the organization after this season ends. They're currently in first place. They're I think they should win the title, the EPL title this year. But he's leaving, and I think a large part of that is how the team has decided to invest over the last couple of years. And he's watching what the ownership is doing, the Fenway Sports Group, what they've been doing, and not impressed, and seeing how things like the Red Sox have been kind of degrading under their watch because they're not quite really investing in all of their properties. They're just trying to expand their portfolio. That scares me, man. That really does scare me.
2: As a Red Sox fan, I am ready to move on from the triumvirate of John Henry, Tom Warner, and Sam Kennedy. I really am. I I mean, just sell the team. If you're not fully committed to winning championships, if you feel like you've done enough, you've won your championships, you've made the improvements to Fenway, and you're not doing any more, just sell the team. Move on.
1: Yeah, I agree. All right, time now for our producer's question of the week with Devin.
2: That is right. And with
0: our very famous co-host, Mark Dundaro, not on the show anymore. What was
1: your favorite Martin and Daryl memory? Ooh, I want to on hear yours, Scott.
2: Wow, from the show, I don't know if I have one, but he, you know, he posted something on Twitter a couple of weeks ago of his interactions with Bill Belichick and some of the hilarious questions he asked him. You know, he annoyed a lot of the Patriot beat writers when he asked those questions, mm-hmm. but you know, those people were too narrow-minded to understand what he was trying to do. Bill Belichick is like the gruff, no personality guy. He was trying to get a rise out of him, get a smile out of him, get a reaction out of him. I laughed when I watched that Twitter post, and I, I said to him, I said, great job, Mark. I thought it was hilarious.
1: I always appreciate it because those boor- those press conferences could not be more boring. And, yes, that has a lot to do with how Bill Belichick acts. But the media members are just, like, it's a boring thing. And if we have to run it on air, thank God for Mark actually asking something that makes people go, what? What, what just happened? That was weird. Or makes Bill say something odd. Or come down on him. At least it was something. Everything else is dry and boring. And I can't remember any. Like there's like 10 nuggets you could take from a Bill Belichick press conference over the last 24 years. Mona Lisa thing. You know the thing for Mona Lisa Vito. That's one of like the three things you remember. That's it. Other than you know Mark actually trying to make things interesting. Um, God bless Mark. I love Mark. We did the show together for seven years. I'm very happy for him getting another opportunity. I'm going to miss doing the show with him moving forward, but the Marking Kitchen show is no more. Uh, We will probably find another co-host in the next couple of weeks, but until then... Scott, uh, you're the man. You're awesome. You're going to fill in for a couple of episodes. I know Meter's going to fill in for a couple of episodes. I'm sure Nick will as well. And so thank you guys very much for you know, extending your day or, in you know, Meter's case, jumping on for another day and doing the show with me over the next couple of weeks. I really do appreciate it.
2: Yeah, I love it. My pleasure. Enjoy it. Always have. Always will. I think you've got Meter next week. And after that, I don't know, I think, to be determined.
1: <laughs> Can we, uh, should we squeeze Devin and Joe in? Should we have them co-host one day? Why not? See what <laughs> that's that's ins- really your call. Insanity comes about <laughs> with that. We'll see. We'll play we'll we'll play it by ear. We'll see what's going on. But uh again, thank you for listening. This has been Kitchen and cordishi on 1037 W E I.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.